It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How are you this morning? Yeah. 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 Trying to get it together over here. Just got me uh just not having this medicine got me a little down. So you haven't taken it for a month? Uh one of them. Um yeah, one of them I haven't had um all this time. Just because it was it was so expensive, I didn't have the money to uh, to get it, and our insurance is acting crazy. But yeah, but I think uh, I think everybody else is on now, and so I'm just gonna go in and start um, to work for it. So let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise, God. Lord, for who you are, Father, we thank you, Lord, just for your new mercies, Lord, that are fresh every day, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for how you love us, O God, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for how you keep us, Father, Lord. And we just pray even right now, Lord, that as we enter into time of fellowship, O God, that we, we, uh, O God, that we just uh, lift up. Your name, O oh God, Lord, that we will glorify you, Lord, magnify you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, that you will be truly the head and, Lord, the Lord of our lives, O oh God, Lord. We cast every care, Lord, upon you, Lord, for it is you, Lord, that cares for us, O oh God. So, Father, I pray even right now, Lord, for your people, O oh God, Lord, that you will touch them, Lord, that you will bless them at the very point of their need, God. Lord, you know every situation, Lord, every circumstance, O oh God. Lord, and we just pray, Lord, that you will move in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, that you will have your way, O oh God, on this day, Lord. Lord, that you will just bless your people, Lord, above, above measure, O oh God. And, Lord, we just lift you up today, God, Lord, for you and you alone, Lord, are worthy of the praise, Lord, worthy of the honor, Lord, worthy of the glory, O oh God. And we just say thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing, O oh God. Lord, we speak and declare, Lord, even over these airwaves, Lord, Lord, that every need is met, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, and that your people are blessed, O oh God. Lord, and we pray even now, Lord, for healing, O oh God, Lord, that you will just release, Lord, your healing virtue, Lord, to just touch our lives, Lord, touch our bodies, O oh God, Lord, that we may be whole, O oh God, Lord, to do what it is, Lord, that you have called us to do. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to unmute um, everybody so this could be, uh, you know, kind of interactive. <clears throat> um, um, excuse me, I do apologize, you know, for us not being able to uh, meet at the at the at the church this morning, um, but this thing uh, <clears throat> had me feeling pretty bad. Uh, but I didn't want to. I didn't want us to not at least, uh, you know, be together on the word um, on this week. So my plan, um, and, I'm, and and we we are going to do that today is start. Um, start on the series. It's probably going to take a little bit. Um, I shouldn't really say a series, but just a teaching about covenant. Um, and we're going to walk through um, the covenants and so um, all, all of the covenants in, in Scripture. So this might, you know, you might want to take some good notes, um, some things that uh, you'll be able to, to look back on, reflect back on, and you'll be able to um, identify and see uh some things in Scripture and how things unfold through these covenants. So, first off, um, just understanding, excuse me, understanding what a covenant is. Uh, a, a covenant is an agreement between two or more parties. And a covenant with God, the difference is, so individuals we can make covenant with, but the difference is, a covenant with God um, is that God works out all of the details and the rules by Himself. So, so we don't have we we don't have any input into the covenants that God has made. Whereas, you know, with an individual, you you know you you kind of come to terms and say. Well, this is going to be this, and this is what we agree upon, and we end it, we enter into covenant in that way. Well, with a covenant with God, um, God provides all of the details and all the rules of how the covenant is going to happen, or how we're going to operate within that 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 covenant. <clears throat> um, God is superior in all His ways, and simply put, man must agree to God's rules and His terms. So that's how, you know, that's just how that happens. We have to agree to the rules and the terms that God has put down for these covenants. Now, there are six covenants of God that we will cover over this, over this time. So six covenants. You might want to write this so you know. The Adamic covenant, and which we'll be talking about today. The second is the Noahic covenant, so the covenant he made with Noah. Number three is the Abrahamic covenant, and if you if you will, you can put in parentheses that is the the old covenant, right? And that's going to be very important. You'll see why later. Number four is the Mosaic Covenant, which is the covenant he made with Moses, obviously. The Davidic Covenant, 
the David covenant, covenant that he made with David, and the new covenant. Amen? So, the Adamic covenant, the Noahic covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, the Mosaic covenant, the Davidic covenant, and the new covenant are what we're going to, are the covenants that we're going to, um, to, to cover um, during this teaching. So, the first off is the Adamic covenant, which was an agreement that God made with Adam to secure his well-being in the Garden of Eden. Um, the promise, the promise is, so watch this, with, with every covenant, there's a promise. With every covenant that God has made, there was a promise also attached to it. So, with Adam, God, God made the, the agreement God made with Adam to secure his well-being in the Garden of Eden, <clears throat> the promise included fruitfulness, power, uh, a power to subdue the earth, dominion over the fish and the fowl and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Um, to receive all these blessings, Adam was not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Um, if he disobeyed, not only would he lose the blessing, he would die. So let's read Genesis 2, Genesis 2, verses 16 and 17. Genesis 2, 16 and 17, and it says, And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Amen? And so God had given instruction, told, told Adam, you know, how he's going to bless him, but he also gave him, amen, the, uh, the flip side of that um, for not obeying, and, uh, not obeying or sticking to the agreement, amen? Uh, so you have to remember that, that any time that there's an agreement, there is always, there is always a repercussion or, or, or penalty, if you will. Um, yeah, I like that word better. That there's always a penalty for not keeping the agreement. Amen? Um, we know that even in the natural, when there is, you know, when you, you know, sign a contract or a lease agreement or whatever it may be, and then if you break that that agreement, then there is typically some type of penalty um, where you have to pay extra money or whatever or you forfeit your, your, your security deposit or whatever it may be. Um, um, because you broke the agreement. And so likewise with Adam, uh, by Adam, you know, God had given the instruction for him. Uh, you know, he, he gave them both, uh, both sides and said, well, if you break this agreement, if you, if you do this thing that I told you not to, then, you know, then you should surely die. Amen? So the tree of knowledge of good and evil was a test for man, man was tested as to whether he would rely on God for his knowledge. Uh, this is good. 
the, the, the test was would man rely on God for his knowledge or turn to a forbidden tree and gain independence from God? Also, he had to have had the opportunity. Uh, he had he had to have the opportunity. So here it is, and and I like this because I think that even in this day and time, when we see you know people people want to to have the knowledge for themselves instead of depending on God to give them revelation about the situation or, or giving them clarity. Um, you know. Um, it, 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 it's really, and I just, I just had a thought, and I just, just lost it, but it, it, it it'll come back to me. But you know, when we, um, oh, the scripture says that's the scripture says, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all thy ways, and He shall direct thy path. Amen. And I believe that this is, you know, where God is always intended. For us to be for us to acknowledge him in all of our ways, and then he will direct the path. He will give us the information that we need, um, but we cannot lean to our own understanding because our ways are not like God's ways. Our thoughts are not like God's thoughts. And so we have to begin to really be individual. And I think what has happened is as, as the more time has went on and things have progressed, the less that people really depend on God, even though that we say we do depend on God, people really don't depend on God because we tend to, to we tend to 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 you know lean to the things that we have understanding of, and so it's really really important that we grab hold to that we need to acknowledge God in all our ways, not just give some things to Him, but we acknowledge Him in all our ways understanding that when we do that, then he will direct our path. He will, he will tell us. He will, he will tell us which way to go, which way to turn, how to do this, how to get He will give us the instruction because I know that if, if truth be told, if we really be, um, if, if any of us really will be transparent um, about, about this thing, we recognize then that sometimes when we're trying to do a thing and we're trying to figure it out, we make a mess of it. But all we really have to do is just trust God. And I know you say an apostle, that, that, that sounds easy. You know, it's easier said than done. That's true. But we have to become so disciplined that we get there. That's the thing. We have to become disciplined to say, listen, I'm not going to make a move. I'm not going to make a step without God directing that step. Amen? Glory to God. Amen. So, uh, or two, God forbid, uh, God forbid a man to eat from the tree because he wanted to be man's sole source of wisdom. Man was God's creation, supported by his life and instructed by his wisdom. So I'm going to say that again. Man is, was, and is God's creation, supported by his life and instructed by his wisdom. It was God who gave the wisdom of dominion and power of life it was his intention to continue this relationship with man. Let's turn to uh, Acts, Acts chapter 17. 
Acts chapter 17, verse 28. Oh, man, it's a good scripture. Acts chapter 17, uh, verse 28 says, For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Can't get any more clear than that. For in him we live and move and have our being. So if I'm in Christ, everything about my life, amen, I, I live in him. That's how I move. That's how I, I am who I am because he is who he is. Glory to God. Amen. And so I live, I move, and I have my being. Everything about me is, is in God. That is where uh, uh, we, we, we need to be. We, we cannot have um, this kind of, and where I see this is, is that, you know, this is where people sometimes have one foot in, one foot out, amen, and then, you know, on one day, they're all into God, and then the next day, they're all in the world. Well, we, we have to say, you know, in, in him, that's I, I how I, I, I live, I move, and have my being. Everything about me is in God. I'm 100% in, amen? Uh, turn, let's talk, go to Psalm Psalm 8, Psalm 8 and 6, <clears throat> and it says, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands, thou hast put all things under his feet. Amen? So we know, again, that God had given man dominion uh, over everything on this earth. So of everything that God had created, God gave dominion or authority to man. Amen? He had given that to us. That was God's intention. That's how God, uh, um, you know, I, I always teach you know, the law of first mention. So if you really want to know how, and we're talking about the Adamic covenant, so you, if you really want to know God's real purpose for man, the relationship that God wanted to have with man, and we have to look at this Adamic covenant and understand that God wanted man, or he, gave, he didn't just want, but he had given dominion over everything on this earth was supposed to be in subjection to man. But because of the fall of Adam, we know then we fell from that and God had to restore it. And now through Jesus Christ, in which we'll get through, get to that in the new covenant of how God restored. God never, God never says a thing and then changes his mind about it. Whatever God says, that's what it is. Amen. And in some way, God is going to bring that thing back to what he originally said. So even though that Adam fell, God still uh, uh, still had a plan in place to restore restore things back to its original order. Amen. Sin entered into the world through Lucifer. His sin was the sin of rebellion against God. He would not submit to the rule and authority of Almighty God. 
So that's how sin entered into the world, because of the sin of rebellion. Amen? Uh, well, you know, the scripture also says that rebellion is as a witchcraft. And the Bible also says that God said that he would not suffer a witch to live. Amen? Glory to God. And so in the Old Testament, they would take a witch, and they would burn, they would burn that witch at the stake. Amen. Um, because they were doing, you know, divination and all that sorcery and all that type of stuff. Amen. Adam did not keep the covenant with God. When the serpent tempted Eve to eat from from the forbidden tree, he told her that uh, told her they would be as gods, knowing good and evil. They would not they would not need God. She took fruit and gave some to Adam to eat, and Adam. Adam and Eve, um, and Adam and Eve willfully broke broke God's covenant, and sin came into the human race due to their disobedience. Now here it is. Watch this. This, this was this was something that that the Lord showed me uh, not too long ago. Here it is that the enemy dangled a carrot in front of them. Well, in front of Eve about something that they already were. He said, Possibly you're talking about. Because it says that he said he told her that they would be as gods. So the serpent said, Well, if you eat from the tree, you know, God don't want you to eat from the tree because then you you would be like him and knowing good from evil. And you would be like gods. But here's the interesting thing about it is the fact that the Bible says that God said, let us create man in our image and let him have dominion authority of everything, every, you know, everything that creepeth in the, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and everything that creepeth on earth. So, watch this. So God essentially made them gods over this earth, little g-gods. So the enemy comes along and dangles the carrot in front of them to, to, to make them think that they were getting something that they already had. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's what the enemy does. Listen, he has nothing to offer, but what he can do is try to dangle some stuff in front of you, and most of the stuff is something that is already obtainable for you through God. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff is already obtainable, or, or it's already some stuff that God has already given you. So, if God had already given man dominion, authority over everything on the earth, man had the authority, man had dominion, so much so that God said, listen, I'm not even going to interfere. I'm not even going to, 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 to interject and break my own structure, break my own law, because I have given you dominion there. Adam, whatever you call it, that's what it should be called. That's how much authority, that's how, that's, that, that is, that was, that was the the, the the God part of man that God allowed Adam Adam to, to, to operate in this realm. That when Adam called it, when Adam spoke it, that's what it 
was. Amen. Adam didn't have to create it, but it was whatever he said it was. Glory to God. And it's the same way that how God, when God speaks a thing, it is so. So God had put that, that ability, that power, that dominion, that authority, he had put that much authority into into man, glory to God, to that whatever he spoke, then that he said, that's what it is. So if you call that a dog, Adam, that's a dog. If you call that a cat, Adam, then that's a cat. If that's a rat, that's a rat. Listen, the Bible says that, that listen, speak those things that be in our eyes if they were. Why? Because we still have the same power, dominion, and authority, amen, because it's something that is was given, amen, to Adam, and then when God, through Jesus Christ, received Stored it in the Bible says, after which the Holy Ghost have come, that you shall receive power. Now we have the power that you, the Bible said, you shall have whatsoever you say. So whatever you speak out your mouth, that's why you got to be careful what you're speaking, amen, that you're not speaking of doubt and unbelief, glory to God. You you got to speak with glory to God. You got got to speak what you want it to be, amen, because then it shall come to pass because that is the God part of us that we're operating in. So the enemy can only dangle a carrot in front of you. Don't be deceived, amen, by the enemy and him dangling a carrot in front of your face for something that that God has already given you. And that's part of what would happen in, in, in the garden, amen? He said he knows that you will be like him and know good from evil. Adam did not keep... Oh, I read that. I'm sorry. Uh, Satan used the serpent to tip Eve because he was jealous over the power and dominion God had given Adam over the earth. Satan knew what disobedience would cause to happen to Adam and Eve. So in other words, we know that that Satan set them up because he knew that through disobedience, amen, through rebellion and disobedience, got him kicked out of heaven. So he said, listen, I know how this thing works, okay? They got all this power, this dominion, authority, and all that. But God is a God of principle, and he's not going to go against his principle. He's not going to go against his word. So if I can get them to be like me and be disobedient, then he's going to kick them out too, and they're going to lose their power, their authority over this round. Amen. Because you got to understand, you got to understand, but, but, but before God created, before God created uh, uh, um, man, amen, and when he kicked Satan out of heaven, and then Satan is, is ruling and, 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 and having a, a, a dominion over, over this earth in its chaotic state. Watch this now. And when he had dominion over this earth in its chaotic state, then now here come God setting things back in order. Amen. When he, when he, when he uh, uh, separated the firmament from the, the water, the land from the water and the sky, amen, from the land and all, you know, putting things back in order in the structure that it was supposed to be. And then now here it comes. He says, now I'm going to place man, amen, create man in my image. So no longer will the enemy, no longer will Satan even have dominion there because now I'm giving it to the man. 
Uh, the man that has created now he has dominion over it. So now Satan says, "Listen, now God has even uh, uh, God God is even ruling uh, over this place of where He's banished me to." Now watch this. So now God. So this sort of enemy then turns around and says, listen, I know through rebellion and disobedience, if I can get them to go against what God said, then they will become like me. They will be cast out, amen, of the very place where they had dominion. Watch this, because Satan, Lucifer, when he was in heaven, amen, he had a place of dominion. He had a place of authority, amen. There, there was a specific place, and the, the Bible says that, that that he was a beautiful being covered with every precious gem that you can you can think of every precious stone that you can think of and that when he opened his mouth it said that words didn't come out that 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 music his vocal cords were musical instruments and so the sound of music went out and the Bible says that when he opened his mouth that the presence of the Lord Amen that the presence of the Lord would fill the room and he became so so pumped up that that he felt like he can move God. Amen. So he said, I'm going to ascend to the side of the north, and I'm going to be like God. Amen. And it caused him this rebellion and disobedience of him not staying in his lane that caused him to be kicked out of heaven. So that's the same thing that he wanted to do with man. He wanted to cause man to step outside of the authority, the realm of authority that God, oh my goodness, he wanted man to step out of the realm of authority that God had given the man because he knew then that he would kick, God would kick him out because God, amen, God is the same God yesterday and today and forevermore. And so God amen. wasn't going to be mediate to the man to say, well, well, man, you know, you did it. It's okay. No, that's why it's important for us to stay in our lane. Amen. I wish we was in the church right now because I tell you to high five your neighbor and tell him to stay in your lane. Uh-huh. You gotta be able to stay, stay and stay in the realm of authority that God has given you because when you begin to operate outside of that realm of authority, then we find ourselves in trouble. We find ourselves in a place that God has not ordained for you to be. We find ourselves in a place that 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 you know we we have no no place to operate in. Amen. And so when we do that, then we 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 put ourselves at with God because we're walking now in disobedience. Amen. Mm-hmm. There are so many folks that are walking around and that they're walking in disobedience and they don't really realize it because they think they're doing something. Amen. But they're doing something that God never intended for them to do or had given them the authority to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm trying to stay blessed, but this is this is getting good to me. I'm gonna preach myself happy in a minute. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. And so Satan used the serpent to tempt Eve because he was jealous of the power and dominion um God had given Adam over the earth. Satan knew what disobedience would cause to happen to Adam and Eve. He knew that he would lose that they would lose their power and their dominion over the earth and he would rule again. Amen. So but that was the only way. That was the only way that he would be able to so so Satan had them to forego their right, to give up their right, what God had purpose for them. 
so that he could then regain control. Amen. Let's look at uh, John chapter 14. John 14. John 14 and 30, and it says, I'm going to read 29 too. It says, and now I have told you before it, it, it come to pass that when it, when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and have nothing in me, but that the but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do arise, let us go hence. Amen? And so we see, you know, the effects then of Adam, you know, the fall of Adam, when he calls, Jesus is talking about Satan when he says the prince of this world. Amen? Uh, um, because you know, in another scripture, it talks about him being the prince of the air. Amen. And so that's that's what's why it's important what what you what you uh what you what you speak in the atmosphere, and you get with the the words that you speak it needs to be words. You know, the word of God, which can break through uh, that realm. Amen. And later on, I'm going to teach about you know first, second, third heaven. Amen. And we know first heaven is just our uh you know, our sky. Then there's then there's, you know, uh, beyond that the second heaven, um, and then the third heaven where the throne of God, um, where the throne of God is. And Paul talks about, you know, prayers and things like that being caught up and and, and he had to fight in the second heaven, which is, you know, I mean in the first heaven, which is which is this 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 realm, amen, and that the, the Satan is the prince of the air. And so, you know, fighting past, being able to get past that that first heaven, to get a breakthrough to heaven, amen, to, to the to the third heaven, amen, is is important. Um yeah, let's just look at this. Uh, Matthew Matthew chapter four. Matthew chapter four. Verse number eight. <clears throat> and it says, Again the devil taketh him up into exceedingly high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Amen. Again, here it is. He's even trying this with Jesus, trying to get Jesus to step outside of <laughs> his realm of authority of the assignment that he was on. Watch this, because we know that Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. Amen. But he tried to even get Jesus to step outside of that realm of authority of the assignment that he was here to do. So, but again, he's trying to offer something 
that already belongs to Jesus. All the, all the kingdoms already belong to Jesus. Amen. <laughs> they, they already belong to him, but you say, I will give them to you if you bow to me. So in other words, if you, if you step outside of your authority and submit to my authority, I'll give you everything here. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and if you see, you can see that sometimes how the enemy try to work, tries to work, work like that in our lives sometimes where he wants us to step out of our place of authority and do things his way. And he makes promises that he can't keep because he has nothing to give. Amen. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So the enemy can't give you anything. So we have to be able to be cognitive of when he's trying to offer you something, he's trying to get you to step outside of the will of God or the realm of authority that God has placed you in to cause you then to be separated from God or fallen from God. Amen. So this that always amazed me that that even Jesus had to be tempted in that way, you know, and that Satan would offer him some stuff that already belonged to him. Amen. The knowledge that Adam and Eve received was was an experimental knowledge of evil that manifests in the feelings of guilt and shame. So we know that afterwards, you know, they found themselves to be naked and they were hiding from God when God called them to Adam, you know, God called out to Adam and said, Adam, where are you? You know, and um, he said, you know, we hid ourselves because we was naked and God said, who told you you was naked? I didn't tell you you was naked. So who told you that? So like coming to the father on coming to America when when the girl said, Why are everybody making a fuss out of him? He's the prince and the father turned around and said, Who told you that? <laughs> you know? That's who who told you that? I didn't tell you that. So where do you get that information from? I never told you you were naked. There's a whole lot to that because there's things in our lives that people have that people have said to us that God never said. Yeah. So we have to believe what God says about us and not what people. Because people will tell you, you ain't going to never be no good. You ain't going to never be this. You can't do this. And God said, who told you that? I, I never told you that. I never told you you couldn't be nothing. I never told you that you couldn't accomplish those things that you that you're setting out to do. Who are you listening to? So I hear the spirit of God say, "Who are you listening to? Who you been talking to? Who's been in your ear?" Because I haven't said that. Ooh, I better leave that alone. I feel something now. Okay, man. The robe of righteousness that covered them was gone, and they were naked. Right, just cover that. Adam did not repent for his action, but instead he blamed Eve 
and, and God for giving um, the woman to him. Eve, on the other hand, while she um, was quick to realize she had been tricked, she accused the serpent of deceiving through it all, uh, through it all, neither Adam or Eve admitted to their sin or the enmity or the hostility they felt against God and his control. This is good because we, 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 we don't talk about this aspect. But it makes me, to, makes me to think what would have happened if they would have had the mind to repent. And instead of instead of casting blame and, and not owning up to that they had disobeyed God and failed God, they all played the blame game and never never once acknowledged that they had disobeyed. It, it brings me to the question. I don't know. Would would have God would have God would have restored them right there, and there would have been no need for Jesus to come thousands of years later? I don't know. Well, maybe it was in God's plan. You know, we, we don't know. But but in putting it in that framework, you know, we never look at it. And I, and I know just even in teaching it, and and as well as hearing it, we 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 never stop and think about. That they never repented. They they never said, God, I'm sorry for disobeying you. You told us to don't eat from that tree, and we ate from the tree. Now we understand why you didn't want us to eat from the tree. So they never they never. Uh... So in, in in a sense, because this this. Uh, Teaching is talking about that there was a certain level of hostility that came to them. You know what I mean? Like Adam, if you think about it, Adam automatically said, "Well, it was the woman you gave me." So it was like they blamed God. <laughs> you know, Adam, Adam told God, "Well, you gave me the woman, and she's the one that uh, did it. So God, it's your fault." Eve, you know, said, understood she'd been tricked, but still never said, you know, that when it was the, the serpent that beguiled me, God, you made the serpent. So they just blamed God. They never, they never, they never repented. The punishment of Adam and Eve. Um, broken communion with God. He, he, this is all that happened um, through uh, through that. Broken communion with God and separation from Him. So, I mean, they were they were separated. That 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 uh, spiritual separation. That's what what God was talking about. That spiritual death. Um, then occurred because we know they didn't, they didn't immediately die naturally, but I believe that God had intended for them to live, uh, you know, you know, forever. Um, but that was because they were spirit beings. So now, because of that spiritual connection is broken, now the clock is ticking, amen. And so um, that they 
were immediately, they immediately experienced a spiritual death. But as time went on, that they would, they would uh, uh, have a natural death too. I think Adam lived, I think he said 900 years or something like that, but, you know, so it was a long time. Um, Adam was doomed to earn bread by the sweat of his brow, and his body would return to the dust from which it was created. So to see that God said, you're going to work, um, you're going to have to till the ground, that's how you're going to eat before I was supplying um, all your food, all your need, now, you know, Thorns and thistles, you don't have to, <coughs> amen. Eve, who before the fall was equal with man, would now be ruled by the man, and childbirth would bring sorrow and pain. Amen, and, you know, we ain't going to go there. Because um, I know the lady's like, what you mean? He's going to be ruled by the man. <laughs> so, but God, what God told her was that, you know, she was going to, uh, let, let's read it. Let's read it. Uh, Genesis chapter 3. Um, chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, And unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow, and thy conception and sorrow, thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over you. So he said he was going to make her desire was going to be to her husband. In other words, in other words, to please um, her husband, and that the man was going to rule over her. So where before, so in other words. God put things in a structure in the home because here, here's the thing, because he made them equal and he said we'll make them male and female and let them have power to me, you know. And so once the, the, the fall happened, then God put things in the order and such that now now the the wife was subject to the husband. And we know you know, later on, without getting into the whole teaching, we know, you know, later on in Ephesians 5, you know, um, it talks about us being subject one to another, submitted one to another. And so um, God was just putting things in an in a, in a order structure. Um, didn't mean that, that you know, the man was, you know, her God now, but amen. So... Number four, the earth was cursed by God and would now produce vegetation that would make it difficult for the man to make a living. Thorns and thistles, weeds and briars. And so I mean that, you know, um, you know, the things that he planted, things that were grown wasn't just going to be, you know, just so easily accessible and, you know, you know, with certain things with the thorns and the thistles and you put in your, your hands getting cut up and it was it was hard labor, um, essentially. And uh, the serpent as this as the tool of Satan was cursed above all creatures for all uh, for all his days, he would crawl upon his belly and eat the dust of the earth. Amen. Um 
And then the last one, they were driven out of the Garden of Eden so that they could not eat from the tree of life. And they, um, had they eaten of that tree, they would have been doomed to live forever in their sin, in their sinful state, cut off from God. God placed an angel with a flaming sword to guard um, the way to the tree of life. Um, man was not created to know his own way or to direct his own steps. His refusal to allow God to be his guide could only lead to destruction and death. Uh, what I want to read... Go to Proverbs, Proverbs 20, Proverbs 20 and 24. And it said, man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? If you don't know the way of the Lord... How you how you know your own way? Um, let's go to chapter fourteen, Proverbs fourteen and twelve. And it says, "There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death." Man, so um, we see that. Uh, the good news is that God did not abandon man. He promised to send a redeemer into the world, born of a woman, who would free man from sin and eternal death. Amen. And so God, in the keeping, like I said in the beginning, in the keeping of his covenant, he uh, immediately, when man broke covenant, God immediately put a plan to establish, to, to keep his Adamic covenant, the covenant that he made with man, he immediately put um, a plan in place to ensure that that covenant would always stand. And we know that the Bible says that when it talked to the serpent in Genesis 3, and he said, and I will put an enmity between, between you and the woman's seed, so I will put an put an enemy between between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Amen. And so that's a very very prophetic scripture that I think most people miss the fact that God is He's automatically talking about that He's sending Jesus then. Because he said, between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So in other words, Jesus is going to come and squish the head of the enemy for the sake of restoring the original covenant that God had with man. Amen? Amen. So I'm done. That's the Adamic Covenant on um, on uh, Wednesday night Bible study. Um, we're going to go through the Noahic Covenant on uh, Wednesday night. Um, it will be recorded so you can always uh, come on talk to you and um,
be able to download it so that you can listen to it um, at your leisure if, if if you happen to miss that. But that will be what we'll do. Um, then this one is recorded. Um, get these. I'm going to try to do the best I can to always put them on here, uh, record them, get them, download them. You can listen to them over um, over again if you like. Amen. Anybody have any questions or comments? No? Amen. Well, let's pray. And I pray that this week be a prosperous and a uh, a very prosperous and, and um, productive uh, week for you all, that God will really just uh, show up and move in areas in your life that, uh, you know, that you have been um, praying for asking for. And uh, one thing I want to encourage you, and this something that just hit me yesterday, um, you know, develop a real prayer strategy um, for your lives and for your, uh, you know, for your family. And so it's a prayer strategy. I mean, you know, beginning to write down some specific things to, to pray about and be praying for. Um, you know, and really engaging in those things. And I know, you know, I know we pray, um, but I'm saying even the more being more intentional about certain things that we pray for, um, amen, and stuff. So I'm not going to hold you long. Um, we just went on and pray, and then um, maybe it. Father, we thank you, um, Lord, for your word. Oh, God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for you are a covenant-making God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for how you have uh, blessed us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for power, dominion, authority, Lord, that you have placed on our lives, oh, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will help us all, oh, God, Lord, to walk um, according to uh, the realm of authority, Lord, that you have placed us in. Father, Lord, help us, oh, God, Lord, to see ourselves, Lord, through your eyes, Lord, and not through the eyes. Um, of other people, Lord, other folks, Lord, that have put us down, cast us aside, Father, Lord, said that we were crazy, oh, God, Lord, and all other kind of hurtful things, Father, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for you uh, see us, God, Lord, as your uh, creation, Lord, and that we were uh, wonderfully, Lord, and fearfully made in you, oh, God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you know um, everything about us, Lord, every every uh, hair on our head, oh God, Lord, every just everything about us, oh God, Lord, we've, I thank you, Lord, that you love us, Lord, that you're mindful of us, Lord, in those ways, God. Now, Father, I pray, oh God, Lord, that you would give us strength, oh God, Lord, on this week, God, Lord, to continue to look to you, to continue to serve you, God, and Lord, even when obstacles may come, Father, Lord, I pray, Lord, Lord, not that you give us the ability, Lord, to go over them, oh, God. Lord, but I pray, Lord, for just power, Lord, to just obliterate them, God, Lord, to blow them up, God, Lord, to, to break through it, oh, God, Lord, to completely destroy every obstacle, oh, God. Lord, that we may have an open 
window and open access to you, God, Lord, like never before. Lord, that the windows of heaven, Lord, shall be opened unto us, O God. Lord, and that you shall pour us out blessings, so Lord, let we have not room to receive, Lord. Lord, let your blessings, Lord, overtake us, O God. My Father, Lord, and that they may be able to overflow and overspill to others' lives, O God. We thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for every child, Lord, that is represented at each household. God, Lord, we pray for their week. In school, O oh God, we pray, Lord, that you would keep them, anoint them afresh, O oh God, Lord, keep their minds, O oh God, Lord, and let their minds be steadfast on you. Lord, we give you praise, O oh God, Lord, for even our families, uh, Lord, that are back in Rochester, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you just dispatch your angels, O oh God, Lord, that you would keep them safe, O oh God, Lord, in all the things, Lord, that are happening there, Father, we pray, Lord, for a move. Oh, God, Lord, a turnaround, oh, God, Lord, that people's hearts and their minds will be changed, Father, Lord, that the people in that city, Lord, shall be safe, oh, God. Lord, we speak and we pray, Lord, for, for Jacksonville, oh, God, Lord, that the things that are happening here, oh, God, Lord, that you will move in a mighty way. Lord, help us engage in the community, God, Lord, that we be able to be beacons of light, Lord, here in Jacksonville. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to share with people, Lord, your love and your grace, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We lift all these things up to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 We thank God for you um, all, and um, pray you all have a blessed week. I look forward to um, uh, Bible study on Wednesday. Uh, we'll, we'll do Bible study at conference call again on Wednesday at 7.30. Amen. Praise be to God. I know that... Uh, that, uh, that Brother Jimmy uh, be on a new assignment. And so we thank God for that. Amen, uh, amen. God uh, work that out. But uh, uh, don't forget that it will be recorded. Amen. So, you know, when you get home in the morning or, or whatever, you can, you can always download it and you can hear uh, so you don't have to miss out. Amen. 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 And so, um, thank God for you all. Love you all. And uh, oh, don't forget that that broadcast. Uh, oh, uh, I, I come on on Tuesday um, from when we were. Uh, it'll come on on Tuesday night. Um, I think at nine o'clock and stuff. But I know there'll be information out on Facebook about that and all that. So um, be looking out for that. And uh, so again, love you all. Um, Pray God's blessings upon your lives, and um, I look forward to uh, to hearing and talk to you all later. Later, man. Amen. God bless. Amen. God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.